Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Welcome to Freedom Through Faith. Prepare to be blessed as pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau leads us into the anointed study of the Word of God, teaching and empowering you how to impact your world with the gospel of Jesus Christ, teaching you how to receive the blessings and provisions of God and how to walk through this life with Freedom Through Faith. And now, here's Pastor Robert Thibodeau. We now rejoin today's message already in progress. A gift comes from by grace. It's not earned. If it's earned, if you worked for me for 10 years and I was able only to pay you pittance and then suddenly I get a blessing to say, I want to give you a new car. Why am I doing that? Because of your faithfulness to me, working with me for 10 plus years. You earned it. This is a gift. Eternal life is a gift. It's not earned at all. But the rewards you receive in heaven are earned. They are earned. They are rewards. A reward is something you receive for something you did. Amen? If you capture a criminal and you take him to the police and say, here you go, you know, I know this guy's wanted, here he goes, and the police say, oh, Here's a $1,000 reward. We've been looking for this guy. What is the reward for? They're rewarding you for capturing the guy. A reward is something you earn by doing some work. Amen? That's why Jesus said, My reward is with me according to your work. Your work. Matthew chapter 28, verse 16. Glory to God. Matthew 28, verse 16. Is that right? Yep. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them to go. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some still doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All. Well, that's a pretty... All-encompassing word, isn't it? All means nothing left out. Not one jot nor tittle of anything is left out when he says all. All power means there is no other power left out that he does not have power over. 
including the devil, including man, including whoever is running the United States of America, whoever has their finger on the button for the bomb, all power has been given to Jesus, not them. Amen. All power has been given to Jesus and not the devil. He has no power. Jesus stripped the devil of all his power. Amen. Making a show, triumphing over Satan in hell. He made a show, made a spectacle out of it. Amen. We studied a couple weeks ago a vision the Lord gave me of Jesus in hell, in the deepest parts of hell where Satan's throne is. And the demons were trying to get him to bow before Satan. And the vision was Jesus was standing there, head bowed, arms folded across his front, not arms you know, crossed, I'm talking about hands down like about waist level. And he's just standing there, and he's praying. He's believing God three days and three nights in the belly of the earth. He's believing God. He's ignoring everything the devil and the demons are trying to do to him. He refuses to bow, and the glory of God, because he is sinless, he's not supposed to be there, the glory of God, he is unable or the demons are unable to get him to bow. Every the most powerful demons are coming up to him, and and the glory is, is from what I in the vision I seen the glory is like an electric current going through Jesus. Every time they try and touch him, they get electrocuted and reeled back and and tear. And it starts off with the lower level demons, and it continues and progresses until Satan himself is unable to get Jesus to bow. And at that moment when he realizes he cannot take his authority over Jesus is when Jesus is resurrected. He defeated the devil in front of the entire demon army making a show that the devil is unable to have any authority over the Son of God nor the Son of Man. And at that moment, Jesus, in this vision I had, begins to ascend and no demon in hell can stop him. And it says he stopped and the area of hell called paradise and they believe that he is the son of God and the, the promised Messiah and led captivity captive all the way to heaven. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Anyway, all power has been given to me in heaven and in earth. So if all power has been given to Jesus in the earth, why do we have all these problems going on in the earth? Because man has failed to take the authority given to them in the word of God by the power and authority of Jesus' name. Man's failed to use that power and authority for good, for preaching the gospel. Instead, they decided to lay up for themselves treasure on earth instead of treasure in heaven. But Jesus is saying here, all power has been given to me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore. Or in other words, therefore since all power has been given to me, you go and teach all nations, all groups of people, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them 
Teaching them what, Brother Bob? To observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And look, I'm with you always, even to the end of the world. Hallelujah. Jesus is with us even to the end of the world. And we just read the end of the book in Revelation 22, where it says, I'm coming quickly and my reward is with me. If you're preaching the gospel to every creature and you're doing the works Jesus commanded you to do, his reward is with him when he returns. Hallelujah. Shout amen, somebody. Hallelujah. John chapter 13. What are we supposed to do, Brother Bob? Well, let's take a look. John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35. Amen. Jesus saying, a new commandment. Now, we already know the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments were not given for us to live by. The Ten Commandments were given to us as a mirror that we can see ourselves as God sees us. The Ten Commandments, oh, perfection, you'd live them. But we are not perfect. Far from it. The most pious person on this earth is still a sinner in God's eyes. Amen? Because they're trying to be pious to do what? Earn their way to heaven. And it's not going to happen. The Ten Commandments were given to us so we can look at them as a mirror and see how bad off we are in missing the mark. That's the purpose of the Ten Commandments. And then Jesus summarized all Ten Commandments. When questioned by a lawyer, he said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. And these sums up all the commandments. And you see it in the Ten Commandments. One through four, I believe it is, talks about your relationship with God. And six through ten talk about your relationship with others. Amen? That's why Jesus said that. Now here he says, I'm giving you what? A new commandment. That you love one another, that's your fellow man, as I have loved you. Well, how has Jesus loved us? He gave himself for us. So you should give yourself for others. Well, Brother Bob, how do I give myself for others? Give from what you've been blessed with. That's right, I'm talking about money, things, Tangible things in this earth? Does it hurt you to give a dollar to the homeless person on the corner? Oh, Brother Bob, they just use that for drugs. How do you know that? How do you know that is not a bona fide person who's trying to get enough money to feed their kids? How do you know that? Well, it's been reported over and over that these guys... Ah, so you're relying on the testimony of others instead of the love of Christ who says, Love one another as I have loved you, that you also have love one for another. By this shall all men know, and actually that word men in here is italicized, which means it was put at the discretion of the translators, by this all, by this shall all know, you are my disciples, all, by this all shall know, all, that includes the devil and his demons. That's encompassed in all, right? 
Love one another as I have loved you, that you also have love one for another. And by this shall all know, you are my disciples. You are my followers, if you have love one for another. That's what we're supposed to do. Have love one for another. What happens when you do that, Brother Bob? I mean, how can we have love one for another? I don't understand how we can love someone who's evil. What about ISIS? What about these terrorists? Oh, Lord, give me the words on this. I see it. I could speak tongues and explain it to you. The Bible says we're to have patience with each other. That the love of God shed abroad in our hearts would be able to affect their lives as a living testimony to them. But the time comes, and it's outlined in the Bible, and the scripture's escaping me right now, the time comes when we are to give them over to Satan. When we can no longer effectively reach them and they have made their heart so evil and hardened towards the word of God and towards us, it is scriptural to just write them off. The Bible says you can go to war, a righteous war for the word of God. And that's what we are facing right now in this earth is Satan knowing his time is short. Remember, he sees us approaching that finish line. We've rounded the curve. We're in the home stretch. The Kentucky Derby was just a few weeks ago and those horses, as they rounded that curve, they go into the home stretch. They're giving it everything they got to get to the finish line. That's where we're at right now. The devil knows it as well. And he has intensified his attacks against Christianity, against the Word of God, against Christians, against believers. This is now culminating in what the Bible says is going to happen in the last days as well. We won't get into that today, but the signs are all there. Uh, I've read several commentaries. There's some like 500 prophecies that need to be fulfilled before the end comes. And all 500 are here right now. Well, they've either been fulfilled or in the process of being fulfilled right now. We are living in the end days. The snatching away of the church through the rapture is about to take place. All the elements are lining up against Israel. That's how you can see it. Russia and China have entered into an agreement. They've entered into an agreement with Iraq, I'm sorry, Iran, which is Persia. The Muslims have taken over Libya, Tunisia. There's the Arab Spring in Saudi Arabia. All of these countries are listed in the Bible as lining up against Israel in the last days. And guess what? They're all Muslim nations. The great river Euphrates has four demons from hell that have been bound at the river Euphrates. And they are about to be loosed into all the earth. And death and hell are with them. These have been bound. Who's in control of the Euphrates River? From Syria all the way down to the uh, the ocean. I can't remember the name of it down there. At Kuwait. That Euphrates River runs from Turkey through Syria. There's a Syria through Turkey, whatever. Down through Iraq. Iraq 
has almost the Euphrates River just splits it right in half all the way down to the ocean. And where is ISIS controlling? Almost all along the Euphrates River is under ISIS control. Folks, it's lining up. This is the last days. We are living it right now. I don't know if Jesus will come back before the end of this broadcast. Or it could be 20 years from now. It could be 50 years from now. It could be one hour from now. We don't know. But we do know we've rounded that corner and we see the finish line. That finish line is right there. And every day we are one step closer to it. How fast we cross that finish line is now in our control. Before there were, you know, the end could not come before 1948 when uh, Israel was not a nation. But Israel became a nation. But it still couldn't happen because they did not control Jerusalem. 1967, Israel controlled Jerusalem. It still could not happen because there was only somewhere in the neighborhood of like 50,000 people in Israel, Jews in Israel. Now, there's 6 million. And they're still streaming in from all over the earth. A proclamation just went out by the Israeli Prime Minister about a month ago that asked all the Jews to come back to Israel because you are not safe in any nation you live in any longer, including the United States. Folks, Jews are streaming back into Israel every single day. Nations are lining up against the nation of Israel. There is now a move in the United Nations to condemn them for defending themselves. Can you believe that? And the United States has been interfering in Israeli elections. The United States, since about 19... Oh, about 1980 or so. 82 maybe? No, before that. About 1979, 80. Jimmy Carter, maybe even before that, has been trying to get Israel to give up land for peace. And there is a very clear scripture in the Bible that says, whoever tries to divide my land, I am against you. You're cursed. And the United States has been one of the foremost proponents of giving up land for peace. And now we have a president who hates Israel. But yet he bends over backwards to appease the Muslims. He's even said in a speech one day, I think it was about 2008 or so, he said, if it comes down to making a decision, I stand with the Muslims. He declared that the United States is no longer a Christian nation. Folks, we are living in the last days. You better get ready. You need to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to us today. We are in the race of a life, a lifetime and a life. We are approaching the finish line. Whether it's 10 minutes or 10 years does not matter to you and me. What matters is what you do in that 10 minutes or 10 years. Amen. Here Jesus says, when you have love one for another, everyone will know that you are a disciple. You are a follower of Jesus if you have love one 
for another. Amen? Turn to Mark chapter 16. I'm going to show you what the reward is and what you can do. This is what you're supposed to do. Glory to God. This is, if you are a believer and you're not living, Mark chapter 16, verses 15 through 18 and verse 20, if you're not living this, then you are not fulfilling your purpose. I've said in the last study, we, we hit it pretty hard. Every person has a calling to be a preacher. Every person in existence has a calling on their life. Some people are called to be great administrators. Some are great orators. Some are great writers. Some are great witnesses. Some have no fear and could go into places where most laborers for Christ cannot go. But Mark chapter 16 says what will happen when you do operate by faith. Jesus says in verse 15, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Preach Jesus. Salvation, the forgiveness of sins. Preach Jesus. That's the gospel to every creature. Well, does that mean dogs and animals? I mean, it's a creature. Get off of that word. The Bible also says when you received Christ as your Savior... He came into you and created in you a new heart. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. You are a new creation created in Christ. That's what it's saying here. Preach the gospel to every person. Preach the good news of salvation to every person that you come across. He that believes and is baptized is saved. So if you're not baptized, you're going to hell. No, that's not what it says. It's talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus once said about a man who had a demon cast out of him, that demon roamed to and fro through the earth trying to find another place to live and decided, let me go back to my original home in that body of a person that he'd been cast out of. When he got there, he found it swept and garnished. In other words, it was completely clean. The person was completely clean inside and out. But he had not had invited the Holy Spirit to inhabit him. So the demon went and took seven more demons even worse than himself. And they all came and made their abode in that man. And the worst state, the last state of the man was worse than the first. Folks, if you get born again and you do not receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit, you are in trouble. There is no way you can stand against the devil in your own power. You must have the infilling of the Holy Spirit in order to resist the devil and see him flee. Amen? Here he says, everyone that believes and is baptized, baptism in the Holy Spirit is saved. But he that does not believe shall be damned, shall be cursed. If you are not a believer, you are living in and under the curse. You can go read it in Deuteronomy 28, about verse uh, 14 on to the end of the chapter, 15 on to the end of the chapter. Those are curses that you've been delivered from if you have Jesus as your Savior. Amen. Here, he that 
believes and is baptized in the Holy Spirit shall be saved. He that does not believe is cursed already. These signs shall follow them that are believers. Amen. In my name they will cast out devils. Glory to God. That's number one on the list. Jesus gave his disciples power to cast out devils in his name. Power to heal the sick. In Matthew chapter oh, was it chapter 10. You don't have to turn there. I'll get there real quick. Glory to God. Chapter 10, verse 7. This is what I try to live by. As you go preach. In other words, everywhere you go preach. Everywhere you go preach. Brother Bob, that's kind of hard to do if you're going to the grocery store. I mean, somebody will kick you out of there. So what? Go to another grocery store. I just seen a, a thing on the news. Denzel Washington had been invited to speak at a commencement graduation. And instead of getting up and giving the usual mumbo-jumbo about you are on the road of life and all the blessings are before you and, and you can do whatever you make up your mind to do and make a difference in this earth and all that, he, he preached a sermon. He told them you can do whatever you want to do as long as you have God with you. And he preached for about 10 minutes just on having God with you. Oh, praise God. It's about time somebody did that in a commencement address instead of cowering to, to, oh, the liberals won't like it if we mention Jesus' name. Folks, it's time to make people mad. Oh, I'm good at that. I'm real good at making people mad. I get nasty letters and emails and, and people write bad things on my Facebook account. Why? Because I don't care if I make them mad. They're going to hear the word. The seed's been planted. That's all Jesus is saying here. As you go, preach. Saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That's what we're doing today on the broadcast. Sharing this gospel with you. We're preaching that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Then he says what? Heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Cast out devils. Freely you've received. Freely give. He's talking about salvation. Freely you've received salvation. Freely give salvation in Jesus' name. Demonstrate the power that lies with that name of Jesus. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, and cast out devils. Glory to God. And here in Mark chapter 16, in my name, they will cast out devils. If you're a believer in the name of Jesus, you can cast out devils. I don't care if it's Satan himself that has inhabited a body. You have power in Jesus' name to cast that devil out. Glory to God. They'll speak with new tongues. That's your infilling, your baptism of the Holy Spirit. If you are in a denomination that says that tongues are not for today, that it's of the devil. Perhaps the denomination is filled with devils. Brother Bob, you just made a whole lot of Baptists mad. I don't care. I don't care. I do not have a care in this world. Jesus said, "Roll your, be careful or full of care for nothing. Roll the cares you have over on him. For he has overcome this world. Glory to God. 
They'll take up serpents. I'm not saying you need to be taking up snakes and things like that. If you need to grab one and get rid of it, okay. But the devil is described as a serpent. They'll take up these devils. They'll get rid of them in the name of Jesus. If they drink any deadly thing, it won't hurt them. If people try to kill you, it won't harm you. Oh, they may kill the body. So what? Paul said, absent with the body is present with the Lord. Amen? So what if they kill the body? It doesn't matter. Because if they kill this body, as they're getting ready, if ISIS captures you, if Muslims capture you, and they're going to chop off your head, you ought to thank them. And smile at them and say, remember, Jesus still loves you. And then they chop off your head, and the next thought you have is, hello, Jesus. I mean, it's terrible, but we're going to cover the rewards you're going to get. I'm, Amen. You have just heard a message of encouragement from anointed pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau with Freedom Through Faith Ministries in Baltimore, Maryland. For more information on the Freedom Through Faith Ministries or to invite Pastor Thibodeau to your church, please visit our website, www.ftfm.org. That's FTFM for Freedom Through Faith Ministries. Again, that's ftfm.org. Until next time when we gather together around the word of God be blessed and remember we serve an awesome God Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky Lucky? In line at the deli I guess? Aha in my dentist's office more than once actually Do I have to say? Yes you do In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes Excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.